Training camp is underway. We'll break down the groups the Islanders are practicing in and discuss some quotes from camp. Plus, we answer some of your emails and we'll tell you why the Islanders are likely to lose a third-round pick in next year's draft. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. We've got a lot to discuss on today's show as training camp has gotten underway. But first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, or a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to shoot us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings as training camp and the preseason get underway and the regular season is just around the corner. So lots of exciting developments right now concerning your New York Islanders. The best news of them all is that the Islanders opened training camp and the veterans were on the ice on Thursday for the first time. Great to see. And, uh, you know, just a, a great update there. Now, some injury news before we get started. Three players not available for the start of training camp, according to the Islanders. They are Isaiah George, Colin Adams, and Otto Koivula. So we'll update you uh, when the Islanders update us. One other update, and a lot of people have been asking me about this uh, leading up to the start of training camp, Bodie Wild not coming to training camp. It is, according to the Islanders, to be determined uh, what assignment he will get to continue his development. So Bodie Wild still kind of on the outs with the uh, Islanders organization, and he will not be in training camp this year. 
Uh, preseason games will start on Monday when the Islanders meet the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. There were 59 players in training camp, uh, 34 forwards, 7 goalies, 18 defensemen, and uh, Brock Nelson basically saying it's good to get out there. It's fun to see everybody get back to the schedule and get back into that mindset of playing games. So the Islanders broke their team basically into three groups. Uh, group one had forwards Josh Bailey, Anthony Bavillier, Kiefer Bellows, Eric Brown, Arno Durando, Blade Jenkins, Matthew Maggio, Brock Nelson, Kyle Palmieri, and Atu Ratu. Uh, the defensemen, Sebastian Ajo, Noah Dobson, Seth Helgeson, Ryan McKinnon, Connor McCarthy, and the newest Islander, Alexander Romanov. Goalies, Corey Schneider, Tristan Lennox, and Henrik Tikkanen. So uh, that, that was Group 1. Group 2, Andy Andreoff, Matthew Barzal, Cal Clutterbuck, Simon Holmstrom, Ruslan uh, Iskoff, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Dalen Kufer, Jimmy Lambert, Kyle McLaren, Matt Martin, Zach Parise, and Chris Terry were the forwards. Uh, Dennis Chalowski, Grant Hutton, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pulak, and Parker Wotherspoon, the defensemen. Jakob Skarek and Ilya Sorokin, the goalies. Good to see Cal Clutterbuck back on the ice. Uh, he missed the end of the season, if you may remember, with a shoulder injury. Group 3. Cole Bardrow, Casey Sezikis, William Dufour, Hudson Fashing, Ross Johnston, Jeff Kubiak, Anders Lee, Reese Newkirk, J.G. Pajot, Nikita Shashnikov, and Oliver Wallstrom of the forwards, Samuel Bolduck, Trevor Cosgrove, Paul Ledoux, Scotty Mayfield, Robin Sallow, and Vincent Savignier, the defensemen and the goalies, Ken Appleby and Simeon Varlamov. For Mayfield, again, he had a lower body injury suffered in March, and he was back on the ice for the first time since then uh, to basically, uh, you know, get back out there and, and, and do what he needs to do in order to be ready for the upcoming season. So, you know, great just to have the team back on the ice and, and practicing together. Those are the three groups. I don't think, you know, they tried their best, essentially, to combine uh, prospects, established NHL players, and then those few players that are kind of fighting for one of those last positions on the roster. All three groups have players from, you know, all three areas. Guys who are a couple of years away and won't be making the NHL team but have a chance to make a first impression. Guys who are returning from injury spread out among those three groups. It's kind of nicely orchestrated as far as that. And, and for Lane Lambert, his first opportunity to be out there on the ice and you know, just be in charge. And, you know, Lambert yesterday had them out there with a hard skate looking to sort of set a tone. And, you know, one thing Lambert said, uh, you know, as far as Cal Clutterbuck, I didn't see any lingering effects at all of that shoulder injury. He battled well, and it's a real positive. 
Scotty Mayfield adding, I'm feeling 100%. I was pretty close at the end of last year, but wasn't fully there yet. Once I started training in the summer, it was 100%. So players are more or less healthy. We told you those players who are injured and will not be starting training camp <coughs> on time. And as far as Bodie Wild goes, kind of disappointed that he is not in training camp and whether or not, you know, he even had a chance to make the team this year, probably not. But the fact that he's not going to be even at Bridgeport uh, to learn from the Islanders coaching staff and to integrate his way into the team, certainly a disappointment. And it's something the Islanders kind of need to uh, figure out whether it means that he stays in Europe for another year or if they trade his rights uh, because he has fallen out with the organization. You know, they didn't say that, but the fact that he's not in training camp again this year, even though uh, COVID protocols have been very much relaxed, definitely a disappointment. So we have more to get to on this episode of the show. We'll explain why the Islanders are likely to lose a third round pick in this year's draft, and we'll get to some of your email questions. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information and live betting with up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing and golf, and yeah, Islander fans, Monday night, first Islanders preseason game. You could check that out on BetOnline as well. Head to betonline.net to use your mobile device and to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. So, the Islanders likely going to lose a third-round pick in next year's draft. Why? Well, Islanders forward Andrew Ladd failed his physical coming into training camp. And as for the terms of the trade that sent him uh, to Arizona... Ladd being on the LTIR will result in the Arizona Coyotes receiving the Isles' third-round selection in this year's draft. Now, uh, if Ladd decided to retire or played this season, the Islanders would have kept their third-round pick in this year's draft. But because the uh, pick would only be transferred if he doesn't play professionally and doesn't retire, well, looks like that's what we are seeing happening, so uh, it looks like the Islanders will not have a third-round pick. Now, Mark from Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, asked about this. Uh, what is the process by which a player can be placed on LTIR? Does the team decide? Does the player decide? Does a third-party neutral doctor decide? Is it a case-by-case -case basis, or is there a strict standard? How is it that Ladd didn't go on LTIR with the Isles with that same knee, and the Isles have to waste more asset? Is there an appeals process? 
how does it work and how easy is it to manipulate the outcome smells really fishy well uh, first of all mark thanks for the question thanks for listening to the show we appreciate that very much it, it is done by the team doctor and the player theoretically could appeal other teams if they feel there is something fishy going on could certainly raise the issue with the league but as far as things go the team doctor does the initial physical if you fail the physical well that's that's when you get to be placed on LTIR and look the knee a lot of the time knees can be uh, degenerative uh, injuries where over time it gets worse you try to skate on it it deteriorates the whole lad situation you know I, I think the Islanders more or less expected that. And uh, when former Islanders forward Andrew Ladd failed his physical, they place him on the LTIR. Look, he still, in theory, could recover and play, but if I'm the Arizona Coyotes, I don't want him out there necessarily uh, when I can get a third-round pick for a fading veteran who is unlikely to do much. And, and the Coyotes are kind of trying to tank Anyway, so thank you very much for the question. I hope I've answered it. Please feel free to get in touch if you have any other questions about the process. Now we have a, a question from Josh in Hazleton, PA, uh, who first of all remembered watching the Islanders on WOR Channel 9 way back in the day. He said, I believe this is a bounce back year for the whole team and I'm glad we didn't sign Kadri. He's too old. Do you think there is a chance uh, for a big trade before the season starts or during, say, for Patrick Kane from the Blackhawks. Uh, I think that it is possible, but it's more likely to happen sometime around January, February, when we get closer to the trade deadline, and if the Islanders are somewhere within sniffing distance of a playoff spot. I think that Lou Lamorello is going to start the season uh, with this group, and, you know, maybe make that move. I think Kane is a definite possibility, especially if he's unhappy in Chicago. Again, the key, Kane, kind of older. You don't want to overpay for that asset. Another question he asks, uh, who takes over for Lou after he retires? Well, we don't know that yet. Hasn't been speculated. We still don't know if Lou is going to retire or come back, and it may depend on how the Islanders play this season. Uh, Barzell, can he be that MVP player? And Sorokin should be a Vezina winner soon. What are my predictions? Well, I, I think that Barzal and Sorokin are probably the two highest candidates to be the Islanders' MVP. I think it would be a major jump for Barzi to be uh, an NHL MVP. And if you look uh, right now, for example, the Hockey News yearbook just came out. They listed their top 50 players in the NHL. There were no Islanders on the list at all. So I don't think Barzal is ready to be, you know, the NHL MVP, the Hart Trophy winner. But I think he can be the Islanders MVP. As far as Sorokin and the Vesna, uh, Bet Online has him as the third most likely Vesna winner. Uh, and by the way, we will uh, have Jack Bond uh, on 
on Monday and Tuesday show to talk about some interesting betting angles and the Islanders. Uh, so make sure you join us for that. And those shows are pre-recorded mostly because I will be off for the Jewish holidays on Monday and Tuesday. But you have plenty of great content to go over, uh, get you some betting angles on the Islanders and, and sort of how those betting angles affect the Islanders on the ice and, 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 you know, how, what the Islanders are going to do with their new coach, with Alexander Romanov, with, uh, you know, the contract year coming up for Matthew Barzal. We'll be going over a lot of that stuff on Monday and Tuesday shows, which will be, uh, you know, they'll be recorded before the holiday and up on Monday and Tuesday. And then I'll be back Wednesday with the normal format and some more uh, live shows to get you up to date on everything going on. Uh, so again, thank you, Josh, for the question. And I hope I answered that for you uh, as we get into the swing of things. And I'll tell you, it's great to think that Monday, the New York Islanders, Monday night, will be back on the ice facing the Rangers. Great way to start the preseason. And I am looking forward to that. We have got more to get to on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders birthday of the day. A, a player who played for both the Rangers and the Islanders. He was a one-season Islander, got off to a hot start and kind of faded as the year went by. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And Thursday was the 35th birthday for former Islanders forward Derek Brassard. Brassard, a first-round pick of the Columbus Blue Jackets, sixth pick overall in the 2006 NHL entry draft. Kind of easy to see why his last full junior season with the Drummondville Voltigeurs 44 goals and 116 points in just 58 games. Uh, made his NHL debut with Columbus in 2007-2008. Then went on to play for the New York Rangers, the Senators, the Penguins, the Panthers, the Avalanche. And joined the Islanders in 2019-2020. And scored 10 goals, 32 points in 66 games. Got off to a really, really great start. Uh, but could not sustain that pace. He was in, in October and November, he was on fire, uh, but kind of faded after that. Spent 2021 with the Coyotes and split last year between the Flyers and the Edmonton Oilers. But we're going to go back and look at one of uh, Derek Brassard's better games with the Isles. And it's ironic, you know, he was sort of a natural center when injuries hit. He moved over to the wing and kind of played better there than he did at center for the Islanders. We go back and look at one of his better games, a home game at the Nassau Coliseum, November 13th, 2019. Welcome in the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Frederick Anderson, the netminder for the Leafs. Semyon Varlamov in goal for the Isles. Islanders get on the board first. Matthew Barzal, his eighth from Jordan Eberle at 1423. 
making it one to nothing. And then Anthony Bavillier on the power play with Travis Dermott in the box for Toronto for tripping. Bo, his third from Ryan Pulak and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Derek Broussard at 19-21, Isles after one period. The Leafs get back in the game in the second. Kasperi Kapanen, his fifth from John Tavares and Travis Dermott, 43 seconds into the period, makes it 2-1 Islanders. And then William Nylander ties it at 11-22, his eighth. Andreas Janssen and Jake Muzzin with the assists. But the Islanders do retake the lead at 16-43 of the second period. Anthony Bavillier, his fourth from Derek Brassard, or Islanders' birthday of the day, and Brock Nelson. In the third, the Islanders go up 4-2. Brassard, his sixth from Barzal and Ryan Pulak. Time of that goal, 8:07. Jake Muzzin was in the box for cross-checking, so it was a power play goal. And then... Since they're down by two, the Maple Leafs pull their goalie. Casey Sezikis pots an empty netter at 17:32, So still 2.28 left in the game. Cal Clutterbuck and Josh Bailey with the assist. So Isles up 5-2, but it wasn't over. Justin Hull, his first from Frederick Gauthier and Nick Shore at 18-13, made it 5-3. And then John Tavares, the ex-Islander, Scoring at 19-22, his six, Morgan Riley and Austin Matthews with the assist. But the Islanders manage to hold on and win this one by a 5-4 margin for Derek Broussard. A goal, two assists, so that's a three-point night. He had five shots on goal in 14 minutes and 37 seconds and ends up with a, a key goal. But it wasn't the game winner because the Islanders let in those two late goals. Varley with 23 saves to earn the win. But for Derek Broussard, a three-point night. Broussard is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Just want to wish uh, all those celebrating on uh, Monday and Tuesday a happy and a healthy New Year uh, for Rosh Hashanah. And I will, as I mentioned, uh be celebrating the holiday so i will not be doing live shows but i've pre-recorded two shows that i think you'll find very very interesting and then on the wednesday show i'll get you up to date on the preseason games and everything that's going on concerning the new york islanders uh you know who did well in those first preseason games and how the team looks and some updates from training camp as well uh, we will still have our Islanders' birthdays of the day on Monday and Tuesday. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, we have a, a really good guest in Jack Bond to talk about uh, some betting angles uh, concerning the Islanders and, and really sort of give his analysis on the Islanders' offseason and the coming season as well. This is an exciting time of year. I love training camp. Love the fact that preseason is going to get started now for the Islanders and that realistically the regular season, what is it, three weeks away? So lots of optimism at this time of year and some great hockey on the horizon. I, I just, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It is never the same in the offseason when there are no live games. I want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL, 
all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. And yeah, I do host the Monday edition of the show. I co-host the Friday edition with Rachel Donner. So uh, please check it out uh, and it'll give you a great league-wide perspective on the game of hockey. Have a great weekend, a great holiday for those celebrating. Thanks for listening. And of course, let's go Islanders.